conversations with Cordates. That jingle just gets me every time. It is amazing. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Convos with Cordates. Today in the studio, you have your two most beautiful hosts ever. Uh, one is more beautiful than the other. It is your choice to decide. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's you. Oh my god, you're so sweet. <laughs> I was. I think it's you. So. Oh. Now you're just flattered. Oh, now it's just awkward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Sammy and Anastasia. You are your two hosts for Convos with Cordates. And today is a very near and dear episode to me. Because you see, as a child, I basically, I wanted some mentors for myself. Who doesn't? All right. Um, actually, I still want mentors, but whatever. That's a different conversation. Um, but as a kid, uh, growing up in, you know, the early 2000s, 90s, I'm just aging myself. It's very embarrassing. <laughs> um, I wanted a person to look up to, a person who really enjoyed, you know, the boy stuff, the science stuff, um, but also a person who might have maybe not been very good at it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I really wanted a person like that. And so I'm making this episode basically for little me, you yeah. know. Uh, I think that there are other, you know, people, women or um, people who identify as women. Non-binary people. Oh, non-binary people. Basically, anybody who's not a white man, an old white man at this point. This um, is for you. <laughs> this is not for you. <laughs> this is for literally everybody else because uh, the whole world is tailored to you. So um, today on the podcast, we have the beautiful and the brilliant Dr. Zoe Zaracostas. Welcome to the pod, Zoe. Thank you for having me. Uh, you are very welcome. I actually forgot to turn you on, so do you mind uh, saying that again? Thank you so much for having me. You are so very welcome. So, listen, Zoe, you're a very accomplished woman, right? You are a doctor, for goodness sakes. But not only that, you had a paper published in your honors, which got, like, social media bombed okay people freaking loved your paper <laughs> basically the paper was about how people with a y chromosome live shorter than people with two of the same chromosomes right so xx um and that was in her honors okay that was that and for people who are listening in canada that's basically undergraduate that that is undergraduate level because i did my honors in my undergrad so in canada you do your 3 years and then you do your honors year but it's within your undergrad um in Australia, it's a little bit different. You do your undergrad, you graduate, and then you can come back for an honors, and then you graduate again. And in America, it's even different from that, where it's really? just four years undergraduate, and you do your honors at the same time as your fourth year. Well, that's what I mean. Together. It's in Canada. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same. Yeah, yeah. So in fourth year, you can either do just another fourth year of courses uh, or a fourth year doing like an actual research thesis. Um, or you can do a seminar thesis, all of which will give you an honors. Wow. Okay. But today, I don't want to focus on our successes. Oh, I'm sorry. I also want to say that Sammy is a brilliant person. I think Sammy nah. is, <laughs> nah. uh, I mean, listen, you work for one of the most stressful labs that we have at UNSW. <laughs> so like, right? I wouldn't have even applied. I was like, yeah, no, I'm not good enough. <laughs> like, I wouldn't have even applied. Um, like, listen, we... 
just recently did an episode on another podcast that we host. Yes, we do like listening to ourselves. Yes, we do have another podcast. It is called Boiling Point Science. It is only 30 minutes. Feel free to check it out. Sammy just did an episode on coral reef diseases. And there I find out that this bitch liked science since she was in fourth year. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. And for um, you Americans, fourth grade. Yes. Yes. Fourth grade. Um, I was probably still picking my nose in fourth year. Um, was definitely didn't really know what much about science. Yeah. Um, although I did like math. Anyways, we'll get into it. Um, <laughs> Can I interject? Yes. You are also an amazing oh scientist. God. Yeah, let's, you need to give yourself today. credit where credit is due. Because this You're woman am- literally yeah. just like submitted her thesis is very nearly on her way to being a doctor. It is in the last person possible that just needs to say yes. They just need to write their name, yeah. and then this woman will be. Dr. Anastasia Shavrova. That's true. And I'm going to literally change all of my IDs to say doctor. <laughs> like, I'm not even kidding. As what, you th- should. They'll, they'll be like, oh, that's going to cost extra. I'm like, yeah, bitch. I'll, I'll pay the extra. <laughs> Everything's going to be doctor. Okay. Yeah. Um, maybe not my Canadian passport because that's going to be harder to change. Um, but yeah, no. Uh-huh. Oh, thank you. I really do appreciate it. I think, listen, the three people in this in this room are... I would say very successful, right? Mm -hmm. I would say that we are very successful. Um, However, just from conversation, and this is why I have specifically Zoe and Sammy, I mean, Sammy, you're a host, and I love you, and I'm really happy that you're on the podcast, but specifically (laughs) Zoe as our guest, is because there were some things that she told me about her um, past (laughs) years that genuinely surprised me because I was telling her about how maybe I wasn't the greatest student as an undergrad student. And you know what she said? She's like, yeah, me too. And I was like, you fucking liar. (laughs) You motherfucking liar. I would never lie to you. It's true. You didn't. (laughs) But it was very, very shocking to me because you were so successful. And that was in your honors, for goodness sakes. Um, And then I was like, yeah, show me your transcript. And she did. And I was like, oh, my God. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) How did she do a PhD? (laughs) Um, Listen, that's what I've been thinking about myself this whole time. Um, So what I figured was it would be really fun to have this episode where not only we talk about our past and a few of our failures, but also even read out our transcripts. Okay, and get this. Okay, I had my guest bring her transcript. As I, I, w- I made sure I was even gonna message you today to be like, oh, gotta make sure Zoe brings her transcript. I made sure Sammy, Sammy went out and found her transcript. Okay, the other day she's like, hey, I got it, and I was like, yeah, excellent, because I've got mine. I found mine. It was great. So my transcript was in this big yellow envelope, right? <laughs> And I picked up a big yellow envelope from my desk today and I brought it to this episode and I was like, everyone's like, yeah, you know, I don't have my transcript. My transcript's on my phone. I was like, yeah, bitch, my transcript is right here in paper. And I pull it out and get this. It's my MRI scans. (laughs) (laughs) It's not even my transcript. My transcript is in another big yellow envelope somewhere on my desk. Um, but listen, it's really easy to remember. <laughs> really wasn't much changes. Um, okay, so what I want to do is I want to go through and talk about high school. Okay, we're going to start. We're not going to start at the very beginning because I think elementary school, we're kind of all, you know, little well, actually, kids. Actually, can I start with one thing? Hell yeah. Because you said you were impressed that I wanted to, I was interested in science since I was in year four. Mm. 
That is also the year that I failed my first exam. <gasps> yeah. Wait, you had exams in year four? Well, so like a test. A, a test. Oh, okay, I failed okay. my first test. I, you know, I grew up in an Asian household. You know, mm. it's, you know, A's, nothing less kind yeah. of, you know, mentality. But, um, you know, the the very first time I failed a test was the year that I decided what I wanted to do with the rest of my life. No way. Wow. I was a, it was a math test. I had missed the class that was covering the material on that test mm-hmm. and I like an idiot didn't say anything to the teacher showed up for the test took the test got a 64% which in America is a fail mm. and is it a fail yes that's a fail what's in a pass 65 and above oh, oh really yeah because oh, in Canada it's a 50 like oh, okay. anything under a 50 is a fail Interesting. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Here it's fifty. Mm-hmm. I- I'm pretty sure. Well, I guess then yeah. I didn't. I didn't fail in Australia no. or Canada. No, no, no. You're completely <laughs> but fine. So that was the very first time that I failed a test, and I remember feeling like so upset about it and, and crying about mm-hmm. it because I was like, man, I I've been working so hard on my sea turtle project, and I was so excited about it, mm-hmm. and that was the thing that I I missed class for was working on my sea turtle project, and yeah, I I never I I'd never failed a test before, and it was really eye-opening oh my and God. from there it was just a downhill I'm kidding <laughs> like, <laughs> but you know it's 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 something that you know in your brightest moments you can also have your lowest moments exactly a hundred percent um okay so let's start with high school mm-hmm. right um how are we academically in high school you know did we have any big interests in high school I can start because I know you're both giving me um, some blank stares. And that's fine. <laughs> I'll embarrass myself first. Although it's not much of an embarrassment. I'm not going to lie. I, was, I found high school really easy. Um, it was also easy because I had no friends. But that's another episode. Mm-hmm. We'll have that episode <laughs> later. <laughs> um, so I basically studied. My favorite subject was math. Like a my- loser. Right, yeah, it's true. I'm um, listen. Oh my god. Okay. Are you wanting to stay on as co-host? <laughs> this is the episode I get fired. <laughs> okay, so I'm I'm not kidding though. This is how much of a loser I was and this is how much I loved math. I got a 95 on my exam and then I went to the period where we could retake an exam and the teacher was just like, "Why are you here?" And I said, "Because I got a 95." And he goes, yeah. So why are you here to retake the exam? And I said, because I can do better. At least you knew that wow. about yourself. Um, and then the, the teacher confidence. and I, the teacher was my only friend. High achiever you are. Um, only in math. <laughs> <laughs> only in math. My worst subjects were English. To be fair, though, fair. English is my second language. Yeah, I totally did not fair. start learning English until I was in year four. And not only then, but because I had just immigrated into Canada, I was learning English and French at the same time. Fantastic. Oh, right? Wow. Because fuck me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, English second language. Like, I know that there's programs now, ESL, that's what they're called, English second language. Mm. Um, I So I was figured, like, oh, those programs probably didn't exist. And then I was talking to my partner about it. And he goes, no, 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 no. Because <laughs> he knows my parents. And he goes, your parents probably misunderstood. And they went, we'll put your child in this secondary you know, division of the school. And they went, oh, our kid's not a dumbass. Put her... In, because that, that's just what my parents would have thought. Mm. Because my parents were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're going to take her out of class? No, no, we're not going to do that to her. Put her in the regular class. Which they shouldn't have done. Because I would have loved to learn English. Because, spoiler alert, I had to learn how to write English in university. 
Okay? Really? In university, I took a writing course and it blew my fucking mind because I was like, grammar who? Oh, okay. No, that's a thing. I genuinely thought you meant like handwriting because we have oh, no, that no, class. No, <laughs> no not like cursive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, no, no. Like actual like grammar of English. Like I... I I didn't know, right? Because in Russian, there's a lot of, there's different grammar rules, mm -hmm. right? Run on sentences. <laughs> what even is that? In Russian, totally cool. Okay, we can write two pages of run on sentences, and that's just totally normal. And I still have that issue. Um, but yeah, English, not a great language. Unfortunately, science wasn't great until maybe about year 11 and 12. But that's basically because I was learning English the whole time. Right. I remember back in my fifth year, a teacher gave me an assignment and she goes, OK, write an assignment on transportation. Do you know what I did? I Google transportation and I printed the first two pages of Google <laughs> oh. because I thought that that was what they wanted me to do. You poor thing. And then I remember that teacher saying like, oh, you won't do that assignment anymore. <laughs> she just she just <laughs> took me off the assignment. She, that That's what she did. OK, I just did not know. I just did not know the language, yeah, okay? Yeah. Like, but, okay, yes, I didn't know the language, but I got math, and that was my language, the and I got it. The universal language. Exactly, the universal language. You couldn't get that wrong. Can I Can I quote Mingos here? Yeah, yes, I was for just a second. thinking the same <laughs> yeah. thing. Where I forget, oh, when Katie says that her favorite... Um, subject is math because it's a, it's a it's the same in every country yeah and then Damien goes oh that's so beautiful and that's <laughs> yeah. just what I thought yeah it's so just like I I lived that yeah right um and throughout my high school I was put into all of these extracurricular activities listen when I say I I felt like I did bad in those classes I would still come out with like B's B's and always an A plus in math right and like other things like music okay although i do think it's bullshit that i gotta be in art because it's fucking art okay yeah. don't diss art. no no i'm not, I'm not dissing art. art i'm not no, dissing art like, how do you no, no, grade no. that how do you grade that because in, to in, me at a primary school yeah level? no no at a high school level like my art was just as okay listen i'm not some <laughs> realistic person but one of our art projects and i'm not even kidding was you trace a picture and then you dot it so you dot it. So you, you bring the dots closer to make shades that are darker and mm -hmm. you bring the dots further to make shades that are lighter. Mm -hmm. And I did that bitch. Okay. <laughs> I remember I drew Mike Wazowski and, was, and it was fucking beautiful. And I got a fucking B. How old were you doing Mike Wazowski? <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Listen, this is the prime years of Monsters, yeah. <laughs> I don't I Creamy. Like... I bet you my mom still has that picture. She and when does. you turn around, it's got a B on it. And it's I'm on the still fridge. mad about it's it. It's still on the fridge. <laughs> I thought I was going to get an A+. Aww. Okay, I was so angry. You know what? Why probably did I deserved it. An I, A+. Plus. I, listen, okay? If I didn't bring my MRI scans, you know, I'll never, <laughs> you'll never see the Mike Wazowski <laughs> yeah, picture. No, okay. But it, I, I thought it deserved an A. Okay? Yeah. But I got a B. Yeah. Anyways. So <laughs> that's what I was good at. I was good at math and it kind of, it, listen, it, it progressed from there. But at the same time, I also think that my teachers felt bad for me. Okay. In physics class. Okay. Oh, by the way, when it, in high school, because I wasn't very good at writing and I knew it, what I started to do was when teachers were like, you can submit this assignment in whatever format you wanted. 
And I took that in stride. And I think that's why I did well Mm. in a lot of those classes, especially later. Because you know what I would do? I would do videos. I would edit Ah. and I would just do videos of my assignments. And I did, like I remember in chemistry, I did an entire assignment on acid rain. I did it all in video format. I loved editing and I got a great mark on that to the point that the teacher in my year 12, uh, sorry, not, 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 not year 12. So it was from year 10. I did that video project. And in year 11, she goes, last year, a student did a video and it was excellent. And I was like, bitch, you can call me. Like, I'm in your class. You can say my name. I won't be at, embarrassed. At me, please. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, give me the fucking credit. I'm right here. Um, and I did that project and it was great. I worked with my brother. We had bloopers at the end. I think that's what got me the That's the best part. 100%. Still, it's my favorite part to watch. I don't care about the other stuff where I talk about acid rain. That's not fun. (laughs) No, no. I want to see the part where me and my brother fuck up. Like That's where it was fun. (laughs) Or when I get really mad at him because I can see my mad face. Anyways, physics, same thing. Me and my best friend at the time, you had to make a potato launcher, right? And then after you had to write a report about it. And um, I did a video instead good thing I did because um, we also had to put in a transcript and on the title page I misspelled potato <laughs> so oh. it's a good thing it, the, the written part was did marked. you put an e at the end I did because Aww. our American president did the same mistake so you are not alone you are up there with the high achieving people I might as well become mistake. an American president I, wait yeah. which president oh gosh I don't remember but he did it on live TV oh what well, he spelt, he wrote potato. He told a child that they were wrong. Oh my spelling God. It. Or, I, so this is something that someone told me. I do have to Google this because I'm not sure if that's true. Mm-hmm. But someone told me that this happened on live TV. A child spelled potato and he said that it was wrong and put the E at the end. Okay, but it just looks better with the E. Okay, it just looks better. No offense to you, North Americans, but it really does say a lot about the North American education system. Oh, absolutely. No, 100%. Is this the time to talk about this? Because that is a whole conversation. 100%. Anyways. So, yeah. So, I found outlets to still tailor to what I I knew I could do and I knew I liked. Okay. The one class, though, in science, I wasn't very good at biology fucking sucked at biology but also my teacher was awful my teacher Mm. would tell us every day that all he wants to do is just um coach the soccer team and i was like okay you should not be a biology teacher that's really not that's really unmotivating Mm. yeah and i told my biology teacher because it was around like year 11 and stuff and i think he overheard me i didn't even tell him i overheard him that i wanted to go into maths in uni Okay, I wanted to be a mathematician. I love math. No. And he goes, wow, uh, it's a universal language. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. <laughs> um, and I told him that. Sorry, I was telling my friends that. And he interjected into my conversation and he went, don't. Don't do it. Don't do math at uni. Oh. And I took his advice, even though I did not respect him as a biology teacher. <laughs> I took his advice. But why? Because he said you like to solve problems mm. and in uni that is not what math is about in in uni math is about proving that the equation is right the mm. way that it is and i understood that in my math brain and i was like oh you know i, I like to solve puzzles i want to do math problems like don't don't you know um, i don't want to show you why the problem is the way that it is or why the puzzle is the way that it is i just want to solve it um and so I didn't, I did still apply for maths, but 
um, I I got in and I got a scholarship and everything, and then I still went for biology like an idiot. No, um, I do not regret my decision. But anyways, we'll get to uni in a second. But I do want to hear about the high school experiences of my guest and then my beautiful host. Oh, sorry, my beautiful guest as well. I, I don't know why I only said the adjective for my host. Yeah, I'm, I think we can I'm universally so agree that Zoe is the most beautiful person in the room. Bitch. Oh my god! I'm sorry, no I'm way. Right Look fucking at you two. here. <laughs> I am going to I'm get fired at the end of this. <laughs> yes, you are. Uh, we're going to talk about it later. I'm going to need to have to talk with you like, <laughs> in the coffee room. <laughs> nah, nah. Okay, Zoe, what was your high school experience like? My high school experience, I was such a goody two shoes in oh. high school. I know, I know. Mm-hmm. It's. I mean, I can relate, but oh. <laughs> honestly, I really just enjoyed like doing my classes I loved science mm-hmm. I was good at maths and I loved art which really which are well really, rounded it, it they're very they're very different things um but I still love art to this day if I I know it's so weird no this it's is, not weird that I like no, no, art, it's, but it's, it's not but it's news like I did not know that you really liked art. I love art. Wow. I wanted to, I wanted to be an artist or a scientist and I couldn't decide and I was like, well, if I'm an artist, I'll probably be poor for oh. my <laughs> entire life. And then I did a PhD. Yeah. <laughs> and I could have just been an artist. You might as well have. You probably would have made more money. Well, look, that's not to say <laughs> I'm any good at art, like, you know, so I what haven't kind done of any art. Ages. I really um, enjoyed drawing. I did charcoal. I did painting. Wow. Um, Are you going to draw me like one of your French girls? Because you can. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, my skill, like I haven't done proper art in years. Like in Mm. during lockdown, Mm. I started to get back into it. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, it was mostly in high school where I was, I don't know, where I kind of thrived. I, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But. Anyway, uh, they're the main things that I love doing. But mm-hmm. so in the start of high school, in like years seven and eight, um, my school, Menai High School, shout out Menai. Um, wow, yeah, to all our <laughs> one Australian listener. No, one Australian. <laughs> People from the Sutherland Shire will understand that. But, um, uh, so just the reason why I say that is because when I look at the stats, most of our listeners are from America, not even from Canada, from really? the states, and I don't know that many people from the states. That would my- be me. I'm so <laughs> oh, it's just, it's just you and your family. It's just me and my. Family. <laughs> I knew it. I told it my mom, say, and then yeah, that's it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> well, okay. that makes sense. Well, they're probably not going to understand a word I'm saying with it's, my Aussie accent. Yeah, it's, it's because <laughs> you don't speak American. You speak Australian. Yeah, I do speak Can't Australian. Say. I'm surprised we understand. I should you. I should really turn it up. Yeah. Yeah. Australian accent. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, no, I won't do that. Um where was I? Oh, so in year seven and eight, mm-hmm. um, so my school, Menai High School, had an agricultural plot. So we had this we had a farm at my school. Wow. That's and it beautiful. had it had animals, it had a chicken coop, it had sheep, it had it had two cows. Um, oh my god. A lot of responsibility alpacas. for like fourteen year olds. Well, they had they had staff. Oh, okay. like they had they had a full time farm hand. You got a milk lock cow, but I have math homework now. <laughs> well, well, but that's what we would do. We'd have shifts like oh during gosh. the week. So yeah. like, I think once or two times a week, I would come in early to school and 
because we had a baby calf and we'd have to feed the calf and oh and the lamb oh my god lambing season we had one ram and about like six or seven ewes yeah um female sheep Mm -hmm. and every spring i swear these sheep were so fertile they would all have (laughs) twins no they would all have twins isn't that common though in ewes I th- well, they must be. Because, I believe it is because yeah. only one typically survives if it's in like a natural mm, environment. But that's because I work, um, not work, because I watched uh, Jeremy Clarkson's um, farm on <laughs> Amazon Prime um, because I just really liked Grand Tour. And um, anyways, um, but yeah, that's that's where I found that out. That ah. typically they'll have two. Well, there you go. Well, yeah. Well, them having twins was really good because we got to name them like funny names. Mm. So we now like Salt and Pepper. <laughs> I rem- no, not even that. <laughs> we named um this male female twins Charles and Camilla. Oh my god! <laughs> no. And this was this was when I was like thirteen. I don't think I named them that. And then one oh of them, gosh. we named like Allegra and no, one of them was named Allegra. I don't remember what the other one's name was. And oh then I remember God. it was like Diamond and Sapphire oh, or something. Wow. Like you're, you're, children, you're getting though. 13 year olds to yeah, name exactly. animals. Like, yeah. Yeah. And we had this beautiful little guinea pig called Shakespeare and it was the cutest thing. Okay. You yeah. just sound like you made, went to an amazing high school. Oh. Oh, there were okay. a lot of fights oh, okay, okay. <laughs> at my high school. Like, you know, there were good and bad parts of mm. my high school. But overall, like, my high school, my high school experience, yeah. like, I, did, I didn't get into fights. But, like, Was that it did a, happen. all one sex high school? Because no. I know that Australia is fairly n- famous for that, for, like, yeah, it's having... it's fairly common. It's very, very oh. common to have an all-boys and all-girls school and just a few hybrid schools. I had... We had a mixed school. Mm. Um, I went to a public school, so mm-hmm. public schools usually are Oh, really? Mixed. Yes. Oh, okay, Except okay. in the eastern suburbs, they, for some reason, there tend to be a lot more single-sex high schools oh, for see. some reason. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but where I went to school, it was all mixed sex. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so how did you find your whole experience? Yeah, sorry. I'm really just niching, like, tunnel vision into the agriculture plot. Anyway. No, not at all. Um, I got really into, like doing ag and I yeah I loved um I did maths I I liked maths I didn't I probably didn't love it as much as you did I loved it <laughs> I did extra homework because I was yeah, so cool I was not at that <laughs> level <laughs> I just I I was good at it and mm. I would do it but I wouldn't make myself do anything extra that I didn't need to do <laughs> what I, else are you gonna do at lunchtime yeah <laughs> I did biology I, yeah wow fucking <gasps> throw it in my face <laughs> you know what you are getting fired <laughs> <laughs> oh, I no. did biology mm. um loved bio really bio was like my favorite class okay Okay. did chemistry chemistry was okay Mm. um and yeah and then art they they were my favorite classes I wasn't as good at at history and English um yeah okay okay we've got English in common but I can't blame English being my second (laughs) language for that no excuse yeah (laughs) I just wasn't that good at essay writing and I yeah and I feel like you know a lot of people are either really good at the science and maths or like the English yeah. history sort of stuff. Mm. Um, so yeah, I really enjoyed high school. I, when I finished high school, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I knew I loved biology and I was like, okay, well, 
maybe I could do medicine. Mm. And so I sat the UMAT exam, which is the Undergraduate Medicine Admissions Test, I think is what it stands for. Mm -hmm. It was like a three – it was a full-day thing, like Mm -hmm. cost, I don't know, a couple hundred dollars. Oh, wow. Yeah, and yeah, it's like a whole ordeal. Just to get into pre-med basically at uni. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and – People study for this for years. Oh, wow. Yeah. I just winged it, <laughs> went in, did it. And, and But you know what? Um, when I found, like, it was maybe three months later, the results came out. Mm-hmm. But by that time, I had decided, oh, I don't really want to do medicine. I think I want to be a scientist. So mm. I never actually ended up opening my results and I never saw the test score that I got. Oh my god, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and you just didn't care, eh? No, well, because like, what's yeah, the Because you went into bio. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, oh. I could have flunked really badly. Yeah, so. I mean, but then who Ignorance care, is right? bliss. You, you, you're a doctor now anyways. So. <laughs> yeah. A different type of doctor. You got yeah. there in the end. Yeah. But you're a doctor. I mean, listen, the oldest profession in the book is a doctor of philosophy. That so. is true. Although I love all of you medical people, like you're amazing. Um, I did want, like, I love that you mentioned that maybe you weren't as great as chemistry. I I was actually real shit at chemistry. I don't I don't know why. Um, it, it was very confusing to me. I didn't mind physics because I think it was closer to maths. Um, and biology was just like for me. I saw biology as memorization, and then I saw chemistry as this like weird in between that was so weird like I just didn't like it but in Canada the way that it works is so I know and I wanted to talk about this as well is um in Australia you have to take a test right to basically um it's called the HST HSC HSC sorry to kind of place you in in what uni you can go to and that's what the unis judge you on yes and in in sorry in America you've got the um SATs the SATs and the ACTs both of them exactly so in Canada we don't have any of that and it's basically just you have to make sure that you take these courses they're called university or college courses if you want to go to college or university and um, based on those those are your the core courses to make sure that you get into the uni course they were always English Mm -hmm. they were always math and they had to be one of the sciences, depending on which science you're going into. So because I was going to biology, I had to take all three, physics, chemistry, mm. and biology. So I took chemistry. I hated it. Um, year 11 wasn't, like, listen, again, like I said, like, B. Like, I would, I would, I would be fine. In chemistry in year 12, my, my chem teacher was awesome, okay? Um, and it's it's to the point that like I was thinking of reaching out to her on Facebook because she's she's amazing. It, her name was Miss Teskey, and she was just a really great human. But I wasn't good in her class. But it didn't matter because she still treated me like a human. She didn't treat me like a bad child. And I took the exam and I studied my fucking ass off for that goddamn exam. And then I caught her in the hallway a few days after the exam, and she goes. Anastasia, you can tell me, did you cheat? And I went, excuse me? Miss Teske, what are you on about? And she goes, did you cheat on that exam? And I went, no, I didn't cheat. And she goes, because you did really well. How disheartening is that? (laughs) Bitch, I worked my fucking ass off studying for that fucking exam. Mm. Because I was so bad the whole year in that chemistry class. But I did so well on that exam that she genuinely thought I cheated. 
Yeah. But listen, that's rough. Mm-hmm. I got it. I got it right. I I got I got my mark. It was great. Sammy, I want to talk about your high school experience. Um, I would say fairly similar to Zoe's. I was a okay. massive goody two shoes. <laughs> I like my teachers loved me. I had a teacher that said that um, she was pregnant at the time, mm. and this was on parent teacher conference night. And she said to my parents, "I hope my child turns out like your daughter." Oh, that's and a lot of I pressure. Was, I know. <laughs> that's so nice, though. It, it is, is very, nice. very, it is kind. very, very kind. Yeah. Yeah. It was very kind. Huge when my, compliment. My, my parents came home and told me that. I was like, "Oh gosh," <laughs> <laughs> um, because as a person who's a high achiever, for you, you're like, "Oh, I gotta achieve even, even more." Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so you know, I did. I did generally fine across the board. You know, um, I didn't love math but I did all right in it I what we got you guys you don't have to shit on math okay? <laughs> <laughs> it was a good class but I I loved science um I come from a family of that does science like both mm. of my parents do chemistry oh. my brother um his major was in animal science in undergrad so we're a big bunch of nerds you know <laughs> it's, it's always been our thing to be like stem family mm-hmm. and so needing to do well in those um but my sort of more creative outlets is what the teacher was really interested in was uh, because I did music I played the oboe for several years um, and then I also was a writer so I was involved in a lot of creative writing projects on campus mm-hmm. and that it you were so ro- well-rounded <laughs> <Yeah>. and then <laughs> wow. I was also a jock I played hockey in high school oh my as well gosh, yeah. Look at so, so yeah, I was involved in a lot of things. I was very busy. I had a very heavy backpack. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. It was like a, a turtle on a shell really? on my back. I made sure not to bring my textbooks. I because oh, I did I, my homework during textbooks. lunchtime. I just had like these thick notebooks and ah. binders that just had everything in it. Oh, okay. And um, then I had like my music sheets and my sports equipment, everything. Mm. I had a very very heavy trip to school mm. and. Uh, <laughs> So I, I mean, I did, I did all right in high school. I feel like I can't really complain. I would say probably my, my least, my worst subject and my, my least favorite was history or like any kind of, we call it social studies. So that includes like history and government, things like that. Oh, I loved history. I hated it. I'm, I just don't have the brain for uh, remembering times and places. And, mm. and to prove my point, yeah. I got that fact wrong earlier about the American president. It's not an American president. He's a vice president. But oh. he did correct a child live on TV and to spell potato with an E at the end. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, listen, not a you, good got look. It, you got it like 99% of the way there. But yeah. that's the thing is if I uh, taking an exam in America, it's all like multiple choice. Mm-hmm. And if I take that exam, I get that wrong, mm-hmm. you know? And mm-hmm. so that was my that was my downfall. I couldn't mm-hmm. remember. And, like, American history is so specific. Because oh, we're because such when a you short say history, you mean American history. Yeah, so In we Canada, don't... history was, like, world history. So we had world history as a class, mm-hmm. but I did not take it. I took American history, mm-hmm. and I took... Um, I did take, like, some world history in, you know, middle school and things, but that that's not really the focus for... Um, you know, for other like levels of class, we have like mm-hmm. American history, um, world history, European history, and government. Mm. And so I took I, I, the only class that I can remember taking, honestly, is is American history and government. Mm-hmm. And I hated both of them because it's so so many details mm-hmm. that you know America's not existed for that long. Yeah. You know? And so I I I genuinely it was my least favorite subject. I did not do the best in it. I didn't like fail mm-hmm, but like mm-hmm. like you said like b you know not yeah, exactly. not bad Average. but not like my 
you know, strict standard that I had set for myself yeah. at that point in my life. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I very much leaned more into like creative outlets and, mm. you know, my extracurriculars and my science. That's amazing. Mm. I um, like I just wanted to add, I also really liked the arts, but I did a lot of ballet outside of classes. I did mm. ballet like four days a week I think it was that's and very then Russian of you. it was listen <laughs> so every day so I didn't have a heavy backpack but I had heavy extracurricular activities oh yeah no same yeah, yeah. exactly right yeah. because I was immigrant family yep right so I Love had I had after school <laughs> math classes actually. yes oh yes uh, well, well I'm not a first generation you're, you're not a first generation Second gen. but Greek right yes. so in my case I had my whole entire week was full. My only free day was Sunday, but my family was also religious, so even Sunday was church day. Mm-hmm. So I had math classes, mm-hmm. after-school math classes, extracurricular because I loved math. To be fair, I, I, I did really enjoy those classes, and basically I would be always a year ahead, right? So I had math classes. I had French classes because wow. I needed to learn French. As I didn't have English classes, but whatever. And then I had ballet <laughs> the rest of the days. Like my Saturday, I would go to ballet from 8 a.m. and I wouldn't leave ballet till about 3 p.m. Oh my lord! And and I loved those days <laughs> because I'd hang out with my friends. Oh, I had nice. friends in ballet. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, um, but yeah, I, I loved history. Sorry, I just have a quick story about history I loved history not Canadian history that shit was boring (laughs) I'm sorry North American history like dude you're like a hundred years old okay at least um a a little bit more than that but but it's not as old as as European history but even then I preferred ancient history okay Mm. I studied like Greek Roman history as a Greek (laughs) like listen the history is is was so mesmerizing to me but you're right most of the tests in high school were memorizing dates yeah so mm-hmm. um in my high school i did in fact uh steal a test <gasps> i did Naughty. Yes. i know i know in my class <laughs> it was me and two other uh women and what had happened was Okay, so it's so good that you're here, Zoe, because our country Am I supposed to relate to no, 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 stealing tests. Our country was Greece. What do you mean your country was Greece? So we were we were we chose a country, and yeah. one of our our girls that was there was a Greek girl, and oh, she yeah. goes, "Well, why don't we pick Greece? I know everything about Greece. I'm Greek," <laughs> and I went. Fuck yeah, let's pick Greece. I made Suzuki. You should have done Russia though. W- no, with but, that logic. but it, there was three people, oh, right? Okay. And and listen, I was very soft spoken. I was very shy child. I was a huge introvert. I know it's sorry. I, I was going to say I cannot imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait for the next episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I was a very shy child, and she she actually she was actually really great. We went to uni together. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, we talked about our terrible high school experience together, but she was Greek. And she goes, why don't we do Greece? And I was like, great, I'll make tzatziki. I looked up the recipe quickly and I was like, oh, it's just sour cream with a little bit of lemon. Fuck it, I'll do tzatziki. Oh, no. I know it's not. Yeah, I know I, it's not. Okay. I know it's not. It's a lot more than that. Sacrilege. I know. I just know. insulted it. I know. But dude, that, shit, that shit was like lemon soup. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, was, it was interesting. Oh, my God. Um, so anyways, but what had happened was... We had presented our Greek presentation, and we were the last ones to present. Mm-hmm. And did you do the zorb- the zorba? Afterwards? What does that mean? What? Zorba. You know the dance. The dun-dun. oh no, we didn't. Like, no, no, we we okay, just presented our food. 
We just oh, presented okay. the food and my tzatziki soup. Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> it was just soup. I yeah, I I used um I didn't even use yogurt. I used sour cream. Anyways, listen, whenever I was a child, but um, once we were done our presentation. That we were had to clean up, right? We had mm-hmm. to clean up. We were the last presentation. We had to clean up, but it, the re- the bell had rang, and the teacher said, "I just have to step out for a moment." And we're like, "Yeah, sure, no worries, teacher." Mm-hmm. There was three of us in our group, right, including myself, and he had walked out, and it was funny because the Greek girl she looked over and she goes, "You guys, the test is on his desk." And we're like, what? And we're like, yeah, the exam. Sorry, it wasn't a, a, a test. It was the exam, the final year exam. Yeah. Ooh. And she's just like, it's on his desk. I can see it. I can see because it says exam and the year. And we're like. That's tempting. Fate. Okay. Yeah, 100%. And she goes, okay. So she points to the other person that was in my group. And she goes, you stand at the door. Close the door and you stand at the door. I was like, great. And I go, and to me, she goes, you, she points to me and she goes, you do the cleanup. And I was like, great, no worries. She goes, and I'll take the test. And I was like, great, awesome. Our plan was flawless. And so what had happened... This is like Ocean's Eleven. Uh, uh, kind of. Ocean, the but one with high Rihanna school, in high it school. and in Hathaway. Ocean's that Eight. one. Okay, mm, there you go. There we go. So the teacher... I. I watched this happen as the teacher opened the door and it hit the girl in the head. And then she just, she fell back on the door to hold the door because we were still, we like we were gathering, like, sorry, the the person was like gathering all the, all the tests to make sure that she's got all of them. So she was writing down the answers at that point or or taking pictures of it. I think Mm. on that point we had phones, but anyways, one of those things, we couldn't take the actual test, but we, we, she was writing down all the answers and, um, (laughs) <laughs> she she blocked the door back and then she was like I have to get in and we're like just one second I don't fucking like what the fuck is he thinking and and she's like okay we're all good so she lets the teacher in everything is cleaned up everything is good we all did our jobs we walk out and we basically start copying all the answers that she's written right and okay this is how fucking stupid I was I got a fucking like seventy five on that exam. The fucking oh my god! Because I was like, I don't want to show that I had but, the answers. But that's smart because then they wouldn't suspect. No, anything. it was fucking dumb because the Greek chick who was copying all the fucking answers just copied them straight up, and she got an A plus, and all she got was a note saying, "Haha, next time don't copy the answers." I should have just put down the fucking answers because the teacher just wrote her a fucking note with a smiley face and shit. The teacher probably just wasn't bothered to report it. (laughs) Oh my gosh, yeah, no, that would not have flown. Right? So I got my ass, my stupid ass got me a 75 Mm. when I had the fucking answers, (laughs) but I didn't want to look like I had the answers and the other bitch just wrote them all out. Can I? That is scandalous, okay? Yeah. Can I share a story Please. from someone I know? I can I have to be a bit elusive here because it's mm. a bit it, it's very Do we scandalous. know the person? No. Oh, okay. Well then never mind. Say their name. No. I'm <laughs> <laughs> My friend so went to a different high school to me mm. and or did one, they? Or did they? Or did they? <laughs> and their teacher had two students that two children sorry that were students at that high school so the teacher was teaching at the high school and their kids went to the school Mm -hmm. yeah the teacher stole hsc um tests 
Oh, prior. so that's like scandalous. that's like the SATs, right? Like mm-hmm. stealing an SAT test before, like you know, a week before or whatever, and gave it to the kid. And so it would have been that full that year's HSTs, yeah, or, you know, HSC, yeah, HSC. I don't it's know. Okay. I don't know why <laughs> I just keep mixing them together. Yeah. Because HST is the Canadian tax. <laughs> just keep on messing it up. And holy shit, that's yeah, huge. Yeah. And it was an adult. Yes, an a, but like an adult in like their forties or fifties. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. I, I don't know if you guys have watched this documentary on Netflix, but a similar thing happened in America. Not that, not to that scale, mm-hmm. where it was like a teacher in the high school with children. Mm. It was like a a massive scandal of this. Uh, she's like a YouTuber influencer. Mm. Her mom was able to like pay for her, someone else to take her SAT for her. To go no to way. and to get into oh, top colleges. Was it that, that that Full House actress woman? I think and so. And then oh, her kid, Lori, Lori, Lori McLaughlin. Yeah. No, yes. Oh, and it was her her kid starting with a K. Yeah, exactly. Her kid like didn't go to any classes, nothing, whatever, yeah, and then like just passed a, with flawless. She colors. was at university just mm-hmm. to, for to like the experience and, of life. And they mm. staged photos of her rowing, doing like rowing yes. training, so that she'd get in on like an athlete. Yeah, thing. yeah, on the varsity team, yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah. How, I know. How shady so, is that? Uh, but like, you're a fucking celebrity, dude. Like, come on. I know on. your kids don't even need college. They've no, got inheritance. Actually, <laughs> yeah, like, what are you doing? Oh just kidding. God. By the way, education is, you know, so valuable. And I, I also power. don't endorse cheating because yeah, it clearly no. didn't work out for me. <laughs> I still got and, and, and the people that like, I don't know about the your, the person that you knew and the, mm. the teacher mm. but you know for this really famous person it also they wrote a netflix documentary about it like yeah. it's yeah. now like that's so much you know every every bad action will most likely not turn out well for you exactly mm-hmm. i mean if you have to sit with that moral dilemma that's mm-hmm. you know that's part of a problem mm-hmm. that's part of you know your i guess like suffering or payback for for what you did i guess yeah. if you believe in that kind of thing but um yeah i mean don't i don't condone cheating i don't condone what that person did but mm-hmm. um she kind of learned her lesson she, she she's got yeah. a netflix documentary out now exactly now everybody knows about it not yeah. just like yeah because i also learned about it from youtube mm-hmm. um okay but you know those people a lot of those people are like any publicity is good publicity. I know. You know? I know. Especially when you're like, you're famous because you're famous. Yeah. Uh, although, to be fair, her mom is famous because she was a great actress. Yes. I remember watching Full House. I yeah. loved Full House. Um, but her kid is famous because her mom's famous. Yeah. Well, I mean, she did have a, a YouTube channel. Did she? Yeah. She was, I genuinely she was didn't like know some that. kind of influencer. I don't know if it was YouTube or Instagram. I thought okay. it was YouTube. Okay. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nothing groundbreaking. Yeah. Exactly. Like, well, maybe. She, I don't well, know. she wasn't. She wasn't like her mom, an actress on Full House, but like, she, yeah, she did have some some level of. Fame. From what I remember, is her YouTube channel was about like college life, and it's like, yeah, but no. you didn't go to college. <gasps> like from from what I I recall, okay, and I, I don't remember very much details about her. I didn't. I didn't watch her YouTube channel. I watched Philip DeFranco, who covered the story. I love Philip. DeFranco. Love Philip DeFranco. Yes. Can I just say? I put Philip DeFranco on when I shower. I don't listen to music when I shower. I listen to the news that he does. They are so I don't, good, right? I don't know why. Knowledge but that's is just, power. Yeah, but How that's, does your partner feel about it? I'm sorry, your fiancé. My fiancé. Um, 
well, I shower in the morning after, like, I go for a run or go for a gym, oh, and okay. he's always, already left the house. So. Uh, oh, okay, so he doesn't know. Now but he now knows. he's going to know. Yeah. What's wrong with listening to Philip DeFranco? I don't know. <laughs> no, 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 I, I didn't, I'm like, kidding. I don't know. He's not like, it's, yeah. I don't know where she's going with this. <laughs> it's I, literally yeah. a news channel. <laughs> like, I know, I know. But, you know, another man in the shower. <laughs> I'm sure he wouldn't mind. <laughs> Dom, if you're listening... I'm sure you don't. Mind. I hope he's <laughs> listening. His fiance is on the podcast. Oh yeah, he would be. He yeah, would. Yeah, Dom is listening. Okay, so we've kind of covered high school. Mm-hmm. I want to cover that middle ground. So, like I said, in Canada, we don't really have you know this university entrance exam. It's just based on your grades from high school, right? Mm-hmm. And and the classes that you took in high school will then depend on what you can take in university. Right. But in both of your countries, it's quite different. In the States, you have the SATs. In the Australia, you have the HSCs. Yes. There you go. Okay. Got it. I got it. <laughs> um, Zoe, let's start with you just because you're the guest. Yep. How did that go? My HSC? Yes. Because my my partner it works in high school, and from mm-hmm. what I understand, super stressful experience. It is. <laughs> it is a really stressful experience, especially if you're needing a very specific mark a high mark to get into a certain degree so things like law medicine obviously Mm. engineering you need so the highest mark you can get for which is called your ATAR your your Australian tertiary admissions rank Mm. 99.95 is the highest you can get and it goes down to like 30 and if you get below 30 you're just given a mystery mark it's called like you you just don't find out what your what it is it's just like and does that mean you don't get into uni well Well, there might well there might be there might be other pathways but like if you usually people that are getting mystery marks are people that aren't look you can't generalize but Mm. most of the time if you're getting a mystery mark you, mm. you're not really putting in the effort okay i see you know mm-hmm. um yeah but there could be other cases where that's you know mm-hmm. not the case if you might have a learning disability or something right. i don't know yeah um but anyway um so atars yeah y- aiming for a high atar it's super challenging mm-hmm. um and you know year 12 it's like you know social life you, you want to you're throwing it in my face sorry <laughs> I'm just kidding I'm, I'm just sorry. kidding, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but at, at that stage of life like for me at least you know getting invited to parties like interacting with boys <sighs> this, like bitch, this fucking bitch she's invited to parties what even is that look I went to an <laughs> look I'm gonna be honest with you guys like I went to an Australian school where like we started drinking at parties at 16 like so yeah uh, so did the other kids except for me I told you I was doing math at lunch <laughs> well, I, okay yeah well not that I not that I was a like crazy kid by any means I mm. would have like one vodka cruiser and think I was like the Super coolest cool. <laughs> kid ever yeah we don't condone underage drinking everybody absolutely not. no no um no. but drink responsibly drink responsibly Jake, except for if you're James. American because I think that's ridiculous that you're drinking ages 21 it is. but that is a different podcast that's a different episode. that is to be fair yeah um, okay Drinking drinking age, just to clarify, in Australia is 19. 18. 18. 18. Yeah. Oh, it's even better than yeah. Canada. Yeah. <gasps> we win. You do you do win. You or do, do win. we win because our youth are drinking. Uh, that's fine. Ages. No, yeah. no. I'd rather get it out early. Get it yeah, out of your true, system. True. Um, where was I going with that? 
Okay, yeah, so, so the HSC, HSC so yeah. it's it's like you're you're studying really hard for mm-hmm. this, but also like you know you're becoming an adult, I guess, and like you know you going just want to like yeah, explore you want to let, your life, yeah, live your let life. loose, have fun mm-hmm. with your friends. Um, but yeah, I I personally had a lot of challenges in my year twelve, like external to, um, like academics and schooling Mm. I had a lot of like family stuff going on that Mm. like really kind of threw a spanner in the works Mm. but like you know it is what it is that's that's important to note because like you know people can look at a transcript and say like oh look at that you didn't do so well but like your academics are not isolated from the rest of your life exactly you know there's they're all interconnected with each other Mm -hmm. time isn't going into one thing it's going into something else Mm -hmm. exactly exactly so yeah there were there were a few stressful things happening like with my family at the time Mm -hmm. and so that kind of you know it, it all compiled but I I still um I still went to school still like studied hard probably could have studied harder mm. than I did but I got an ATAR of 82 83 that sounds pretty good it's not a bad ATAR mm. it's not bad it's not in the 90s though is it average I think it oh, look I don't know what an average ATAR would be mm. maybe like 70s oh okay yeah but so like above average. but for someone for me like I had always prided myself on like academics like, yeah I was high the achieving. high achiever mm. like that's a lot of my self-worth was built on like I have to get like good marks good marks good yeah. marks in year 11 I was um I was like uh first in biology yeah. and then in year 12 that had dwindled and it was just like, oh, oh well. Like I was, I was like in the top from yeah. a lot of different subjects, and then it like had like dwindled a bit. But at that point, I was like, ah, whatever. And you know what? I got enough. I, I got a high enough ATAR to get into science at UNSW. Mm-hmm. So Pretty it didn't. Good. It didn't really matter. Yeah, <laughs> but exactly. I did, so whether I got a ninety-nine or an eighty-two or eighty-three, mm-hmm. didn't really matter. Still got into what I wanted to do. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So what if you do get a lower ATAR, like in the 70s, let's say? Do you have to redo it to try and get into a different uni? Well, so you, if you get a lower ATAR, like one that's lower than what you might need to get into the uni you want, mm-hmm. there are a few things you can do. You can just go to a different uni that might have a you know, a lower admissions mm. level and mm-hmm. then and then you'll be able to get in there. Okay. Um, or you can um, do a bridging course. So, some mm. some courses or, su- or subjects like, I'm not sure what, but like things like law or like, I don't know. Maybe medicine. I don't know. Yeah. Some, some different faculties um, – they let you go to TAFE. TAFE mm-hmm. is oh, I don't know what the it's acronym like a stands college. for. It's but from it's what I understand, trade, like a trade, school. Yeah, a trade, trade school. school. Yeah. yeah. So you can do um, you can do a year there and then mm. transfer into university mm. that way. Mm. Um, things like that. So there are ways around it, okay. but it it just takes a bit more time. Right. Yeah. Okay. Sammy, yes. what was your SATs like? So um, I have test anxiety. And so mm. being able to like have my entire life sort of boil down, or well, at the time, what it felt like was my entire life boiling down to this one exam. Mm-hmm. High stress. 
also at this time, it's important to note, that's not the only exam that you're taking. So we have the SAT exams, we have the ACT exams, and we have your, uh, at least at where I went to school, we have like a regents exam, which is a statewide exam um, to make sure that you've learned the material that the state wanted you to learn. Um, And you can also take an advanced placement or um, international baccalaureate. We had AP and IB, those exams as well, if you were high achieving uh, like nerd like I was um, I took AP classes and so Sorry, uh, so what does AP stand for advanced placement I think okay I think okay nobody ever explained it <laughs> so um, I, I would take advanced placement classes mm-hmm. and these would be um, an, an external exam again from that mm-hmm. uh, where you would sit for like a three-hour exam or something really long Jeez. and it, it's a, it's like a really big endurance kind of test mm-hmm. and these would be subject based mm-hmm. and you would receive a score from one to five and if you got I think it it was either above a three or a, a three or above or a four or above this would count for college credit for at university oh, so wow. you would you would get to skip certain classes so I went into university after taking AP calculus I didn't have to take a calculus course because my university mm. took that as sufficient for the requirement for me to take calculus. That's handy. It yeah. was cheaper than taking a university course exactly. in it. Yes. So um, that was really great, a really great opportunity, but you study like mad for it, you mm-hmm. know, and all of these tests happen around the same time. It's yeah. really not great. Really? Well, so the SAT and ACT exams, they happen like throughout the year. So you would mm-hmm. sign up for an exam. I think maybe they do like like there's certain seasons mm-hmm. but they'll do them like once a month or something and and c- c- like um j- just so i can understand they're mandatory i mean if you want to go to college right okay you, uh-huh. like they the, it's part of the common application that you do when you submit okay. to colleges mm-hmm. that you put in an sat score and at, at least at the time and also an act score okay gotcha um also at the time the these are scored really really weirdly so mm. the SAT exam um, first thing that I, I remember being really weird they said they said you get 200 points automatically for writing your name what because apparently did you say? yeah 200 so I'll tell you what it's out of in a second but you get 200 points for writing your name because okay, it must be like a million because <laughs> apparently people forget to write their name oh and also gosh. you have to write a statement at the end saying that you didn't cheat in cursive which you would not believe how many people forgot how to write in cursive between third year and um, 12th year or 11th year wow. I mean you stopped learning <laughs> cursive past like 5th year basically yeah and so yeah. people just stopped using it and so yeah. people had to ask like how do I write an S in cursive <laughs> and so um, so that was that was 200 points right there and this is an exam out of at the time 2400 points okay. wow so that was the maximum amount that you could get on the exam that would okay. be a perfect score uh-huh. um, the way the SAT works is absolute garbage mm-hmm. it does not test you on knowledge like in terms of you know there's different sections there's math vocabulary reading comprehension Mm -hmm. and it does not test you on those things it tests you how well can you do on an SAT exam oh so there's I I was very privileged I was able to take a SAT class Mm -hmm. outside of school I would go after school once a week to some some other place and take an uh, sit in on a class where he would teach you how to do SAT questions. So there are certain tricks and certain things that you can do that help you 
to answer the questions quicker, which was a really big thing, doing it quickly, Mm. because you only have so much time to answer so many questions. I think Mm. the average amount of time per question was like, I don't know, I think it was either a minute or... 45 seconds per question. Oh my God. Like it's, it, it, was, it was really short, like really yeah. distressingly Holy short. Um, and so, yeah, the, the whole idea is to, when you have that formula, it mm-hmm. would speed you up. Mm-hmm. Um, and the ACT is the one that I liked better. I will say, so uh, I'll, in full disclosure, I'll say my test score because you did. Mm-hmm. Um, out of 2,400, I think I got like a 1,560. It, it it's not a great score, but mm. I was able to get into university with mm-hmm. it. You know, and you got into Cornell, which is an Ivy League oh, school. Oh wow, you went yes. to Cornell? Yeah, yes, I didn't I did. know that. Yeah, wow, look at you. No, I, I, that's incredible. Yeah, so, so I, I think it's it's one piece of a puzzle. You know, mm-hmm. so I I always want to stress to people like don't worry about it too much. Like I did have a lot of friends that did get perfect scores, and they're like what fantastic people. Is yeah. that even possible? Yeah. Oh yeah, my I God. had I had two people from my my. School. They must have just written their name like you know over and over and twelve hundred times. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so yeah, they did they did really amazing. They got into really great schools. Mm-hmm. I hope they're doing well now. We don't really talk anymore, mm-hmm. but um, you know, I did decently mm-hmm. and got into a pretty good school, and I feel like I did okay with myself. Yeah. Um, but the the exam that I prefer, and I wish more schools would prefer it over the SAT mm-hmm. is the ACT exam mm. and this exam I don't know what it stands for but um, it was graded I think out of 36 or 38 mm. something like that mm-hmm. maybe out of 40 um, and um, I got a 32 because it doesn't test you how to take the ACT it actually tests you on material mm. and also the ACT has different subject areas and the practiced ACT that you would do actually gave you potential careers that you should take based on how you did in different subject areas. Oh, and that's fantastic. It, it was mm. such a good exam. I, I vastly preferred the ACT mm-hmm. to the SAT. Um, but again, it's you know yet another standardized test that does not account for differences in life experience, mm. differences in uh, education between schools. Mm-hmm. So I went, I feel like I went to a pretty decent school. You went but to the, an Ivy League school? No, no, no. I mean high school. Oh, yeah. Sorry. But sorry. Because the American education system is a mess. Mm. So my school had really great resources. They were had pretty great teachers to support their students. Mm. They had programs. They had different levels of classes. So you could take like a regular class. You could take an honors class. You could take mm. an intensive class if you needed extra time or more um, more assistance, you know, we had those resources. Mm-hmm. But for other schools, for example, I moved out of a neighborhood that was so underfunded in their school system mm-hmm. that they had seniors, so uh, year 12 students, that could not graduate because they, had, they hadn't been able to take the classes because those classes weren't offered. Oh, my God. Um, I'm sorry. How is that possible? Yeah. yeah so it, it, that's a whole other episode. Holy but um, so the difference between different schools in America can absolutely make or break your education system, yeah. especially with these standardized tests, which I personally don't agree with. Yeah. That. I mean, at that point, that makes me angry because it's got nothing to do with the individual. It's not got to all. do with the system. Yeah, not at all. But and that's kind of like everything in life, right? It's what you have access to and, yeah. you know, 
Yeah. And schooling's one part of that. Opportunities outside of school yeah. as well. And it's all. That's why, yeah. like, it doesn't matter if. I mean, yes, it matters to some extent if you fail, mm. but it's not a reflection of who you are as a person. No. I definitely yeah. made that mistake in my youth of feeling like oh, if I didn't do well, that's a reflection of me. That's a reflection mm-hmm. of my worth. Mm-hmm. Like you said earlier, Zoe. Yeah. And I, I, it's not the case. You know, you no. you could end up having the most amazing life, mm-hmm. even if. You got a mystery mark on your on your yeah. HICs. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, exactly. Okay. On that note, we are going to move on to undergrad university. <laughs> university. <laughs> Woo! And this is I don't know about you guys, but I finally found friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad. Okay, I found my own, and goddamn, I found parties. Mm-hmm. And I was living alone and I was taking the classes. I mean, okay, first year undergrad though, you gotta take classes that like you you have to take. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The the weed out classes exactly. is what we call yeah. them. In 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 Canada, the way that it works is your first year is basically a general year mm. and you don't get to pick your major until your second year. Same oh. in Australia. Oh really? Yeah. Fascinating. Is that not in no. America? So I applied for a, a, a specific major. So when you, I applied, when you applied for, for the school. faculty. I applied for science. Mm. No, you apply as a. For me, I applied mm. as a biological sciences really? major. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. So in Canada, it's a, it's a tad bit more general, which means in first year you take things like calculus, and I took physics, and I took chemistry, and I took biology, and then I took a few like elective courses, right? Which ended up being history classes but classical history so I took a lot of Roman history I took a lot of um, uh, Greek history that was basically and I've told this to Sammy before I would be a classical history major Mm. I just don't have the name for it I just didn't apply for the sorry not the major a minor minor. Uh, I just didn't apply for the minor I took all of the classes I satisfy all the requirements I just basically did not do the paperwork for having a minor in classical history I love classical history Aristotle it's my dude fucking love him <laughs> you should have just can you go retro retrospect uh, retrospectively maybe but like what's the point at this point I mean, yeah what's the actually point? yeah you've literally just handed in your corrections exactly for your PhD. I, i've yeah. got a phd evolutionary biology uh, i am aristotle reincarnated yes, thank you very much <laughs> you are an old greek man thank you thank you um i really hope he's my descendant at some point <laughs> <laughs> maybe but um yeah, so anyways, so it, the, the undergrad was, was quite general for me, right? right? Um, and when it came to my classes, calculus, fucking terrible. Okay, just, just, mm. unfortunately, mm. I brought my MRI scans, not my fucking <laughs> transcript, okay, my big fucking yellow envelope. Calculus, I got a 65. Did not do so hot. Is okay. That a, is that a fail? Uh, no, that okay. is not a fail in Canada. My first term... I, I believe I was at sitting at a 49. Right. So it wasn't until the second. So because that year was a full year course, the way that it works in Canada is a tad bit different from like Australian terms and mm-hmm. stuff. But basically you have your two semesters and that class was a full two semester course. I failed the first semester. I got like a, a 48 or a 49 or something. And then I passed with a 65. Nice. I fucking passed. That's all. I, that's all I gave a shit about. A sixty-five yeah. in Australia is a credit. That's a that's a good score. Hey man, <laughs> for, I got the credit. For, so can I can I say this really quickly? Yes. Uh, I have this saying in life: um, C's get degrees. 
What do you call a doctor that got a C on in biology? You call him doctor. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. exactly. You know, exactly. It's 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 like it as as much as I hesitate to say this because there's always the people that don't believe in science and don't believe in doctors and they're like, you don't know what you're talking about. Mm. We do know what we're talking about. We just don't know what we're talking about in terms of everything. You know, exactly. I, I we've all not done well on mm. something, mm. Exactly. but you know what? You still get your degree at the end of the day. That's all that matters. Genuinely, that's all that matters. Mm -hmm. So anyways, so as we kind of transition, physics wasn't great for me. I didn't understand torque. I don't know why, but to me, could not get my hand, head around torque. It was too difficult for me. Neither can I, so don't worry. It's too difficult for me. (laughs) I didn't do well in physics. I think generally, generally, sorry, in my first year of undergrad, I think my average was in the low 70s. That was my average. Mm. Okay. Wasn't great, but I passed all my classes. Yeah. That is, I don't know about you, but I'm thinking like, that's pretty good. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, that's a pretty good first year of undergrad. I partied a lot Mm -hmm. and I didn't do a lot of work because listen, high school was a fucking breeze. And Mm. here my teachers are like, okay, here's your lecture. And now here, read these parts of the textbook. And I went, excuse me, read parts of the textbook. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Turns out the parts on the textbook were in the exam. Those sons of bitches. Yep. Okay. And I didn't read the textbook until second year. Mm. Um, But first year, not so good. Mm -hmm. Party too much. Um, I mean, not too much. Listen, I had a great time in in university. Um, (laughs) I don't regret even a little bit of it. Um, I, you know, you get to live alone. You don't have anybody like pestering you to do your homework and things like that. It was great. And hey, I fucking passed. Okay. I passed. Second year, not so much. Um, I genuinely, I failed a course. Okay. I got 44 in a course because, so remember, okay, so. As I said, in Canada, the way that you do is you take that first year as a general course, and the second year is where you pick your major, right? right? So my second year, my first major that I picked was pre-med. Oh, gosh. And I didn't get it. <laughs> I did not get it. I <laughs> My marks were not high enough because my marks were in the low 70s. Right. So instead, I got my second choice because you always have to make a second choice. My second choice was biology. <laughs> <laughs> and the saying was, if you don't get into med, you do biology. Right. Mm -hmm. And that was me. I didn't get into med. I did biology. But in my second year, I was like, hey, I can. It's university. I can take medical classes. So let me take some medical classes. I took one. It was called uh, I think it was called like physiology of mammalia or something. Basically, it was just human physiology. I don't know why the fuck they didn't just call it human physiology. They called it mammalian physiology. Bitch, Mm -hmm. it was human. (laughs) Failed. I got 44 44% 44% in that class. Yeah. Physiology is hard though. Physiology is heck. Dude, not only was it hard, Did but you have the, to learn teachers, the cycle? Oh, dude, I had to learn everything. I had to learn like the different vessels of the body, the veins and arteries and all their mm. different names. No, I wasn't going to do that. Got a 44. Um, I didn't get that credit. So basically, it fucked me over <laughs> when it came to graduating. But, you know, that's a different story. Um, second year, failed that course. Um, second year was actually worse than first year. My average was probably in like 65, Mm -hmm. but I still got all my credits except for that physiology, uh, mammalian physiology class, because I was like, okay, not going to do pre-med because I'm just not good enough. Mm -hmm. That's the way I saw it. I'm not good enough, but I'm going to stick with biology because I genuinely 
just liked those courses. I didn't do amazing in those courses. I got like low 70s in those courses, but I enjoyed those courses. And then in third and fourth year, so I'm similar to you, Sammy, where I have exam anxiety. Mm -hmm. And in first and second year, all of my exams were memorization and they were multiple choice. Mm -hmm. But when it came to third and fourth year, all of the exams became writing exams. They became application exams. And I soared. My, oh my God, my grades went from like C to C plus to A. Like third, fourth year, all A's. You go, girl. Because not only were they testing me the way that I like to be tested, but I was taking things I genuinely liked. And that makes such a difference yeah, when you actually enjoy difference. it. You actually, I feel like oh. you, you understand content in such a different way. You really do. And you, you become curious about it and you want to know more about something that you are interested in. Whereas if you don't care, you're not going to want to do further reading and actually understand anything further than what you need to know. That's exactly it. Mm -hmm. So, okay, my third and my fourth year, I was getting all these A's. It was amazing. And so in your third year, going into your fourth year is when you apply for honors, right? Mm -hmm. So I was applying for honors. Mm -hmm. And you had to put in your transcript for honors. Mm. Yeah. So um, (laughs) it was the worst night of my life when I found out I did not get honors I did not get honors and I was like okay in Canada you can still get an honors without doing a research project Mm -hmm. right so so sorry just to to clarify it's not that I didn't get honors I didn't get a research project so I was like okay uh, I can't do research Um, that's interesting I guess I'll do a seminar but I'll still get an honors degree. Right. When you say seminar, mm-hmm. does that what does that mean? So in Canada, the way that it worked was it was it was a course where you present a seminar at the end just to your class. And my class was like six people. Wow. That's it pretty was, good. It was that <laughs> yeah. easy. Exactly. And you get a whole honors degree. You're probably cheering that you didn't actually have to do yeah, the research. Honestly. I thought so. Yeah. So this was my fourth year. I did a seminar course because I didn't get a research honors degree. Right. And I was I was devastated. I was emailing professors that I had interviewed being like, hey, why don't you take me as an honors? It was so embarrassing. Dude, Aww. I was sitting there crying. My mom was driving. I was having a panic attack. It was fucking terrible because if you wanted to be a scientist you do a research honors right and it was it was awful and this was my fourth year I was graduating and I didn't know what the fuck I was gonna do I wanted to be a scientist and nobody was taking me on as a researcher so a few jobs came up a few uh, we call them um, summer work experience programs in Canada mm-hmm. but they're basically summer internships where you work with a professor and it's basically a short project that you work with that professor I applied for two in my fourth year okay in my fourth year of uni when all of my friends were planning to graduate I applied for those two jobs I got both jobs Dang. And I emailed the like the undergraduate people and I said, okay, I've got these jobs. And they go, you can only take that job if you stay behind. So you mm-hmm. cannot graduate with your friends in your fourth year. You're going to have to stay for a fifth year of uni. Oh, that's a tough one. And I went, oh, that's fucking tough. So I was offered the two jobs. And one of them said, 
I will give you a research honors project if you do this summer internship. Mm. And I went, well, that's fucking awesome. Mm. This is all everything I've ever wanted. I'll stay for a fifth year if I get this research project. However, I did not want that second job. I wanted the first job. So I went to that professor and I... I felt so high on life because I got this beautiful email from this professor being like, we really want you for the summer work program and we we will give you an honors. Like, you're this really bright student. We really like you. We'll give you an honors. I went to the second professor because he was working on frogs. And I said, I don't want to work on Drosophila, which is fruit flies. I don't I don't want to do lab work. No, no. I want to work in the field. Mm-hmm. And this person is offering me a summer job. Yeah. Why wouldn't he then offer me an honors project? Mm. Right. So I go to him. And I went, I will take your job because you are my number one choice. However, the other job, the other summer job is offering me an honors alongside of it. And I am happy to stay behind a year. I'm happy to stay behind a year as long as you give me the honors project. Turns out that was the worst day of my life because that oh. professor looked at me and he said, I don't think your English is good enough. <gasps> your writing is just not good enough for an <sighs> honors research project. Oh no. And it fucking killed me. It 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 fucking killed me. I remember going home just being like just 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 crushed and devastated. Like mm. all of the worst decisions. I was literally for me I took that as you're a dumbass you cannot write. Yeah. Oh, like uh, from this person that you would a respect, professor. Like how would how else were you supposed exactly. to take it? A yeah. professor told me that, and I was sitting there and I was bawling, I was crying, like all the fluids were coming out of my face. <laughs> oh god! And um, <laughs> then I get an email from that professor saying, "Okay, Anastasia, I will take you on as an honors on only one condition only." One condition. I will, I will take you on as a summer internship and I will offer you this honors on one condition only. That you take an English writing course. Mm. Wow. And in my fifth year was the first time I took that English writing course. And I get it. That was the worst day of my life. But that professor fucking made me learn English. <laughs> I took... I, all I did was I took an honors course and I took that writing and, and the writing course wasn't writing in English. The The writing course was specifically called writing in science. So not only did I learn just basic English, but I learned how to write scientifically. It yeah. is another language. Oh, it is definitely. a totally other language. Yeah. And like I could have went for that other job I could have went with that other professor who was just offering me straight up an honors no conditions no need to take an English course nothing no I Mm. could have went with that no I ended up going with the professor who said I want you to do that and it was it went from the worst day of my life with that professor to the best day of my life because on the last day of my honors he went wow your English really improved and I went, fuck yeah. <laughs> I mean, I read my honors now and, and it's awful. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, when, whenever you read back on your work, it is what it is. Oh, yeah. Of course. But I genuinely, that night, I felt like the biggest fucking failure that I was, I could have graduated. I chose not to graduate. I chose to stay behind to take a summer internship. And then I did an honors where the professor felt, I felt like the professor didn't want me. Right. Yeah. 
but I did it anyways. And I do not regret a fucking minute of it because I think it made me a better researcher, made me a better scientist, and it just made me an overall more, a better academic. And you know what? Overcoming that adversity is so, it, 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 there's just so much personal growth that mm-hmm. comes with that. So honestly, yeah. it, yes, that sucks that he said that to you, but look at you now. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay, but now I've talked too much. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to hear about your university experience. And as our guest, Zoe, you get to go first. Thank you. Well, my Feel free to pull out the transcript. I just it's on my to, phone. Yeah. yeah I'm, unless that. you want to check out my MRI scans, that's all I've got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll diagnose you. Um, my university experience was really interesting. I really loved high school, right? And I thought, so I would just breeze through uni, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. But the transition from high school to uni for me, and, and well, for you two and for, for the American listeners... Um, most Australians don't and actually and Canadians, sorry, sorry can't leave them out. <laughs> and for wherever else in the world you might be, mm-hmm. um, I apologise for my accent. But <laughs> also, in Australia, most people will uh, go to university in the city that they live in. If you live in a major city, if you're from a regional mm. area, then you obviously have to move um, to go to university. Mm. But if you live in Sydney, you're just going to go to a university that's in Sydney usually. Right. And so most people still live at home. That's that's very true. It's, this is some. Yeah. This was. Uh, it wasn't a culture shock because I came here obviously as an adult to do my PhD. But it was a shock in terms of your undergraduate life. Yeah. Because in I think I think mostly because m- most of Australia is uninhabitable. Mm. So it's just the major cities that are habitable, right? Or, or at well, least like that, that, the, that the, have a lot of people. They're habitable, but yeah, most our population is most dense at the coasts exactly right so we've got perth and then we've got sydney we've got melbourne we've got cairns so we've got those big cities so basically uh, why wouldn't you go to some of the and the top some of the top schools are in the big cities yeah in melbourne and in sydney yeah why wouldn't you go and then cairns uh, yeah Listen, I can see the look on Zoe's face. Oh, it's because you're saying because we say cans. I know without the R. It's a very bizarre. If I say cans, I feel like a twat. Just say cans and pretend it's like like C-A-N-S. a tin can. Yeah, can. like a tin can. We're going to can a can of tuna. Can. We're going to cans. I know, but I know that there's a secret R in there. Yeah, pretend it doesn't exist. I want to say it does exist. <laughs> <laughs> um. But in in Canada, well, there are places like that. Like if you live in Toronto, you're gonna go to UFT, which mm. is University of Toronto. Yeah. But what does the F stand for? Of, you, you I, I think O-F. yeah, I think they genuinely just took like the second F because otherwise <laughs> it'd just be U O T. Why not just U T? Okay. Maybe Canadians just we really like our three letter acronyms. Um, but in in Canada. I guess there's just so many provinces and every province has a really big school. Mm. So it's more common for people to move around the entire country. But mm. it's true. In in Australia, it's not as common. Yeah. Anyways, continue on from there. Yeah. So my university experience, uh, yeah, like I went to some parties and whatever, but like it's nowhere near 
the American Canadian college experience. Mm. Absolutely nowhere near that. Mm -hmm. Like I would go to uni, do my classes and then go to work. Like I would, I would work (laughs) as much as I could um, to save up money really. Mm -hmm. So that I could go on holidays during semester break. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, I, I would work during uni, mm. but during semester break, I would actually stay in my uni town. Mm-hmm. I loved where I lived, and I had all of these friends around in my uni town. We we all lived around uni, mm. and you had your roommates were your undergraduate friends, yeah. basically. And yeah, we would just have the best time in our uni town. Just doing whatever yeah well that and that sounds really fun Mm. but like for us well for me I still lived at home with my parents and it's like I'm just living my normal life uni's just a thing I go to and do it's not like I've changed my whole life Mm -hmm. to and uprooted myself to go to this town and I'm not living with all these people so in my first year of uni I found it really hard to connect with people and Mm. make friends because um, you're just you're in a huge 200 seat lecture theatre. Mm-hmm. You're never sitting next to the same person. Um, people and because it's it's not that whole community thing where you've like moved to a new place. A lot of people are just in and out there to to do their lecture and leave. Like that. Yeah. That's what I'm. A, I would say the majority of people going mm-hmm. are there to do. So they're not there to make friends. They've got friends. You you, you live in Sydney. Like I grew up in Sydney, lived in Sydney. Yeah. It's like, well, I'm here at uni not to make friends. I'm here to get my degree and get out of here. Really? Yeah. That's a girl boss mentality if I've ever heard no. one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to get my degree and get out. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah. That's so different because that's where like I made friends was in lecture yeah. halls. You just sit next to people and you're like, yeah, let's, you know, at the time get like your Facebook what party are you going at? Well, because, well, like, for me, I didn't need to try and make friends. I had friends. Mm, yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? I hadn't left the city. I'm yeah. in the same city. Yeah. I have my friends. It, that's not to say I didn't make, like, I didn't new friends. make new yeah. friends. I, I did make friends, but it's not a thing that you have to really actively try and do because you already have your social life outside of university. Yeah. Wow. So it's not as integrated in that sense. I mean, I know that my experience is different from many other Canadians, Mm. but to me it was basically like, this is your new life. Like, forget high school. Mm. That shit's behind you. You can finally move on. And (laughs) and in my case, my high school experience was not good. Mm. And, like, even now, all of my incredible amazing friends they're all my uni friends i like half of the people on my high from my high school i've deleted from facebook yeah. because i'm like who are you like get away from my life and, and yeah like i i kind of share my my experience with that has definitely changed as i've gone through like undergrad honors mm. and, and phd but mm. yeah i i share the same sentiment like i don't really speak to that many people from mm-hmm. high school now just because I don't know everyone you goes in on. their own direction yeah. you, live, yeah. Yeah. you grow you as know. a person you yeah. grow apart it's yeah. part of life yeah um but yeah anyway so first year of uh uni I didn't do so great like I I did um higher chemistry like mm. not just chemistry higher chemistry why high achieving what no why did I choose that <laughs> but why? really you went into biology I know. Well, Did, this is the thing where you had to take general courses. Oh, it's it's I a see, lot I like see, your system. Right, right, right. You take the general undergrad courses. So I took maths, mm. 
which was half, it was literally split down the middle. It was half calculus, half algebra. And man, oh Okay, man, algebra is amazing. Though. I loved algebra. Mm. When I tell you, I just scraped by with that mm. because it was half algebra. Yeah. So like I aced algebra, really wasn't good at calculus. Mm-hmm. Um, but the average out. But it, it, but it, 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 it kind out. of, yeah, it, it, it averaged itself out. So I passed that. Mm-hmm. Um, chemistry, oh my God. I don't know what they teach you in America and Canada in high school chemistry, but high school chemistry and university chemistry is very different. Mm. It's, I, I, have, I have a question about this. Yeah. Is this different from like, because we would break things down mm. into like certain sub subcategories we have like biology but then we also have biochemistry um we have chemistry but then we also have organic chemistry is this that's a great question yeah Yeah. so it's this is just general this was just chemistry Mm. okay and it was like you know valences on Mm. on uh on chemicals like periodic table like i don't know yeah i, I knew the, periodic the electrons where yeah, they're going uh, balancing equations yeah. um titration they were fun but um you know it, it was just it was very different to high school chemistry mm. and it was just a really big learning curve yeah. and then on top of that like i was struggling with calculus and everything mm. anyway so this is really really naughty but i did you still attach <laughs> no, naughty, not in that way. It's more like fucking stupid. Mm. So I I just really didn't enjoy like uni. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be. So I just didn't show up to my final chemistry exam. <gasps> Zoe! Yeah. Wait, so then do, does that mean that you fail yeah, automatically? Chemistry. Okay. Yeah, because I just didn't show up. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, I was like, I fucking had enough of this. I hate this. I'm. I don't like it. And but I just didn't go. doesn't that like? How did you get into second year? I had to retake chemistry. Oh no! <laughs> I know it's so stupid. So I did, but but I was doing higher chemistry because it was like. I don't know. I, I, why did I choose higher chemistry? It was like I don't know why you keep you, looking at me. <laughs> I don't know. Cause I'm just trying to think. Like, why did I choose it? Underachiever here. No, because I was I was told like if you did chemistry in high school mm. and whatever, like you should choose higher chemistry. So I'm like, okay, well then I'll do that. Then I retook chemistry, but I just took chemistry, mm. and then I got a credit for that. And I was like, oh, okay, well, yeah, yeah. Anyway, because it's it's a huge learning curve from high school oh to uni. God, yeah. yeah, huge. Yeah, and I just wasn't. And I wasn't. In, that's the thing. When you don't enjoy things, mm, you just absolutely. It's it's horrible. You're having a horrible time. Exactly. You just don't want to do it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyway, I I did um some really fun courses though mm. that I really enjoyed. So second year is when I really started to get into the groove of things. Um, and I did a course called Flowering Plants. Oh my God, you fucking loser. Why? <laughs> because you're a plant biologist and you took plants in your second year. Oh, then you're really not oh, going to like my transcript. <laughs> <laughs> 
to be fair, I took physiology of plants in my third year because I heard it was an easy course and it was an easy course and, and I learned all about plants. It was the first time I ever learned about plants. Well, it, but did plant physiology, is that the reason it, why you didn't choose plants to continue studying? Listen, I never was going to study plants, period. But plant physiology in third year was the first time that I was like, plants aren't bad. They were just, yeah. Uh, honestly, like... Just things like learning about fruit. Like, we went to a lab and there were fruits on the mm. table, like strawberries, kiwi fruit, mango. And you finally bananas. got fed. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> no, we did not eat any of the fruit. It is no. against Seriously? university rules. I, it actually is. So now we teach undergrads, right? And I teach this first year undergrad course where at some point we do plants and we have fruits as specimens. Mm. And you will have undergrads just like, you'll you'll turn around and then a second later you'll turn back around and a fucking undergrad has eaten a blueberry. Yeah. Like, dude, multiple students have touched that blueberry. Uh, Don't eat the blueberry. Undergrads have put worse things in their mouths. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Please don't eat the specimens. Yeah. But anyway, it was, yeah, flowering plants. I really just loved it. I did evolutionary biology. Mm. Absolutely loved that. And that's where I really found my groove. Like, mm-hmm. the, the biology stuff, zoology, plants, Really love that. Mm. I did an introductory marine course. Heck yeah. Um, wow. <laughs> shout out marine. Heck yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm more of a terrestrial gal, so. That's fair. Um, okay, okay. Boring, but fair. <laughs> you know, each to each their own. Yes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and then that's where I really flourished. Mm. And I <gasps> flourished. Flourished. I blossomed. Oh my God. <laughs> Just all the... Uh, all the flowering plant exactly. jargon. I mean, as a plant biologist, you must. Absolutely. Right? you got to throw it in there. Yeah. Um, really loved it. And that's where I met my supervisor, Angela Mole, Professor Angela Moles. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it we hit it off. Like, I was like, I would love to do honours with you. I did honours. And I guess the rest is history. But you're, I mean, how did it feel when your honours paper... Not only got published out of honors, because I think that's a huge achievement just to publish your honors project. Mm -hmm. But second of all, to then get such a huge um, pickup from social media. Uh, It was honestly insane. (laughs) (laughs) I so I so I sent my I like worked on my honors thesis. I ended up sending it to like a few journals. They rejected them. And I was like, what? Yeah, it got rejected a few times. Those you, are <laughs> For anyone out there listening that's never tried publishing in peer-reviewed journals, rejection is very normal. Absolutely. But that very way, like, normal. To me, that's such a huge paper. But it looked very different to what it does uh, now. Okay, so okay. I I was rejected and I was like, you know what? I wanted to I removed a I removed a whole other analysis. I rewrote parts of it to like mm. really emphasize the main points. I said to my supervisor, I was like, look, I wanna do a, a big reshuffle of this. She was like, up to you, like if you know, you go for it, like it's your time. You yeah. Know? I was like, Yeah, I'm gonna do it. And then I submitted it to biology letters and they liked it. Um uh, they wanted me, like, you know, with peer review, a few get revisions. Changes. Yeah, yeah, they're like, happens. oh, can you just add some more data points or whatever? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, and then it got accepted. I was like, oh, yay, cool. Um, and then I got this idea and oh, I don't remember. It was like, 
it was 2020, I think it got it, it got accepted. Mm. And um, it was, I don't remember who it was, maybe me or my supervisor. One of us was like, oh, should we tell, like, the UNSW media team about this? Because, like, maybe they'll want to write something about it. Shout know. out to them. Bless Shout them. out to them, yeah. So I told them maybe like a week before it was being <laughs> going to be released and like for them yeah. they need to know as soon as it gets accepted which might be like around a oh, month before it actually gets released yeah. out into the world and so I'm like this is me hey so like my paper's been accepted it's on this um I don't know maybe you want to write something about it and they they loved it and they were like, oh, you know, usually we ask for a bit more leeway, like, you know, time mm-hmm. to know about it, but, you know, we'll make an exception for this, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, they wrote like a press release. I'd never done any of this by- before, by the way. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't have to write the press release, but um, they wrote a press release and then they were like, do you care? Like, are you happy for us to send this out to the media? I'm like, go for it. Because like, I just thought, yeah, okay, like who's going to? Who's gonna pick this up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it got picked up. Oh yeah. my god, it got picked yeah, up. Yeah, I did. I got asked. I was getting because my UNSW would give my. I I gave them my phone number to just give to whatever media outlet. Mm. I was getting calls from like, I remember I was at Woolworths, Woolies. Yeah. Um, like grocery shopping, and I got a call like. Hi, Zoe, this is blah, blah, blah from BBC World. We were just wondering if you'd have any time tonight to do a radio interview. And I was like, and I'm like in the checkout of Woolworths. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, "Um, yeah, that sounds okay. And yeah, yeah. Incredible. Yeah, Yeah, it was really cool. And like I didn't, like a lot of people would have, fairly gotten a bit overwhelmed with like will you do a live interview on ABC on BBC Mm. World on this on that um and like the media team were like you can say no like you don't have to do this Mm. blah 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 but I just thought this is probably never gonna happen again ever in my life take it so I'm I'm not gonna say no no matter how nervous and scared Mm -hmm. I am and I'm really glad I did it it was great practice yes like you know I it was my first time on radio and, you know, whatever, but mm. I think I did okay. I, I think you <laughs> blew it out amazing. of the water. Oh, thanks, guys. Yeah. I appreciate it. But, yeah, it it was honestly just like it was a sexy title, like, you know, sexy science where people are interested. It's like why do women die later than men of course they're gonna of course that's gonna get picked up it's sexy science so but i think you've got to give yourself more credit because at almost the exact same time another paper came out basically with the exact same idea but they did not get as much media as mm. your paper did mm. well they might not have had as good media team behind yeah, them bless you <laughs> and I, know. Media I think team. it's yeah. because so we covered both papers in a lab meeting that oh, was one you? of our lab meetings was ah. we read both papers and unanimously we all agreed your paper was better written Oh, Your paper just got along, uh, got across the message a lot cre- clearer. It was just overall, no wonder media picked your paper up. Oh, that's really flattering. It, and, and listen, I'm, I'm not going to shit on the other scientists. No, they had a great yeah. paper. They did. They had a great paper. 
better. Yours was better. You had that rejection and you yeah. took it in stride. You made your corrections. You knew how to, you know, how you wanted it to come across. And yeah. you made those changes and it's it's the better for it. Yeah. Exactly. And, and look, I had a lot of feedback from my supervisor, my lab mates, you know, reviewers. Like I didn't just do it all in one go bam oh, absolutely one not. and done it <laughs> yeah, was perfect mm-hmm. there was a lot of feedback and a lot yeah. of people who helped me with this so mm-hmm. shout out to everyone and yeah I mean and that's that's what I really like about you Zoe is like you're just like you know what I'm gonna give credit to everybody else oh and you got to you, you, <laughs> you've done that before so you've been on the podcast <laughs> before surprise surprise you have been on the women in uh, convos on women right during the women's mm-hmm. um history month history yeah. month thank you Sammy and you, I just remember tell like you know speaking about Zoe like Listen, no one's ever going to know this except for now. Um, But if you listen to that episode, I actually started crying during that episode when I started talking about you. Because, you know, I was going through a really hard time and everything. And I had to pause. And I remember being like, okay, well, that's going to be a retake. And I just (laughs) had to, like, push it back and retake that take because I, I just kept on crying every time I would introduce you. And then you came on and you're like... For this Women's History Month, I would like to talk about my supervisor. And I was like, of course you do, Zoe, because you're such a beautiful fucking person. Oh, I, I really appreciate like, that, Anastasia. And it, you know what? Like, But you're, you're telling me that I'm giving all this credit. Listen to you, how you talk about others and how you uplift other people. Like, Yeah, listen to honestly, that episode back yeah. and you just have every amazing thing to say about yeah. every single person that you brought But I up. love those people. And and I think that, like... I, anyways, it was a beautiful episode. I think you should listen to the episode. It's one of my favorites. It was so amazing. It was an amazing yeah. episode. Right? Because it's just so fucking beautiful. <laughs> um, okay, we're, we're going to stop complimenting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we have um, to be bitches to yes, each other, okay? okay. Yeah. Sammy, how was your undergrad experience? <laughs> and it better be terrible. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I would say I didn't have a, like a, a nightmare first year or anything. Mm. I was I was still my, my goody two-shoes self. I went to class. I listened to my parents' advice. Now, of like unlike an American... Yes. Um, university experience like Zoe would have thought like I had in Canada you also ended up living with your parents is that correct? No not at all oh my god <laughs> I don't know you at all what that, the fuck that, that'll be a retake <laughs> wait are you serious? So, yeah so oh I went to god. university in the same state but it's four hour drive difference I genuinely thought that you drove to every class are you serious? Oh my I'm god, not the amount of kidding. petrol that I would waste. I mean, mm. I thought maybe you were rich. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. I got in on scholarship. Holy um, moly. That's and amazing though. You yeah. Got a scholarship. Yeah. So wow. I got I got a research scholarship oh my that gosh. would give me a support fund. And this was like the make or break as to why I went to the university that I did mm. instead of a different university, which we're was gonna like say my that again. School. Cornell University, okay? That's so impressive. Fucking so impressive. Um, and listen, so, it's on the office, okay? <laughs> Andy Bernard is always but, bragging about going to Cornell University, but it's the forgotten Ivy, and I'm saying this in, in air quotes because this, like, the, it's people always say like, "Oh, Cornell's not a real Ivy because it has the highest acceptance rate of all of the Ivy leagues," but I will say it has the lowest graduation rate. I'll take oh, that how you, you will. There you Take that how go. you will. There yeah. you go. Um, but so 
uh, I went to university. I lived away from my parents for the first time, mm. like felt, you know, fish out of water. Absolutely. And had to make new friends, had to learn how to. Well, I mean, I'd already been pretty self-sufficient at that point, but like to truly be alone, live alone, figure things out. Mm. Um and really looking forward to the podcast of talking about how to make friends as an adult because, mm-hmm. wow, it's hard. And uh, so going to class, I, I took my parents' advice where um, my, my both of my parents were lucky enough to be able to go to undergraduate university. And they gave me the advice of like, you know, you're going to go into class and they're going to teach you this, but you can't just sit there and listen. You then have to go home and read the textbook for the next chapter. Like mm. You have to come into class knowing something about mm. the topic that you're going to talk about. hundred so percent. I was such yeah. a nerd. I did, I did all of that, but I still didn't do like, I was still performing less than how I had performed in high school. Mm-hmm. And that was like a big wake up call where I was like, I knew university was going to be hard, but it's hard, you know? Yeah. And, and that's, but again, C's get degrees, B's get degrees, mm-hmm. D's get degrees. Exactly. Any, anything that's not an F, you still get a degree. Mm-hmm. And, and even if you do get an F, you can, you can just retake you a can course. Retake. <laughs> just retake it. We don't recommend that or endorse that. Yeah, do not not go to an exam. Yeah, look. <laughs> or steal an exam. We are not <laughs> examples for you. <laughs> yeah, d- look, d- you know, learn from us. Mm-hmm. Yes. Don't follow what we did. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. And so, and like, I, I also, I mean, I took classes over the summer as well. Mm-hmm. I will say this. So I got credit. I, I said this earlier. I got credit for taking calculus in high school. Yes. I retook it in, in university because I had to take a math class and I knew oh. I could not sit through learning calculus too. I was like, I can't do that. I can't do more calculus. That's going to be too much. I'm yeah. so stressed my first year, mm-hmm. making new friends, figuring it out, mm-hmm. living in a new place. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I'm just going to retake calculus because I need to take a math course. And you know it. And I've got yeah. that. And I've got that credit already. So I lost the credit because I retook the, the course. Oh. Yeah, you can't get two credits for the same course. Uh, no, oh. I, I lost that credit because I, I retook the I would have figured course. that they were just like, oh, maybe it was like calculus too. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, so I, I took it just for the requirement to fulfill of like you have to take a math class. Okay. Um, Not algebra though? Love algebra? I didn't think the algebra class would have been allowed. I think I spoke to an a mm. advisor about that, and oh, they said no. Okay. Uh, ours as well, you, was, you were only allowed to take, and it was called biological calculus. So they were supposed oh. to tailor it to, like, the science students right. instead of the math students. Yeah, we had that as well, It was well, still too. very mathy. Yeah, we had it that as It was very well. mathy. Okay. Um, and I'm looking at my transcript right now because, mm-hmm. uh, oh, my gosh, what a life. But I took um, – so – Interesting that you brought up chemistry because in mm-hmm. at, at my school, um, if you were a biological sciences major, you are lumped in with all of the pre-med students and regular biology students, so people that wanted to go into like science research. Mm-hmm. Same, and, yeah, and, us too. And so that those aren't different, yeah. like those aren't different tracks. They're everybody together. So yeah. I had all of these people that are trying to be super high achieving, aiming for med school, mm-hmm. aiming to be the best that they can be, cut wrote you oh, know yeah. yeah and it was it was really really high stress every exam because people would like come into class and they'd sit and raise their hand and ask all these questions mm-hmm. and I'm like I'm just here to pass yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, okay so 
I, I, in my master's, I was a demonstrator in those classes. And as an undergrad, maybe I was naive, or maybe I just happened to just not give a shit about my grades, and I was just coasting, and I happened to be okay. But as a demonstrator, I noticed that uh, a lot of the tutorial classes that we had, or the lab classes that we had, were very much like either all fully med students or all fully bio students. And as demonstrators, we're like, we want to have the all bio students because as a bio demonstrator in a bio course, and like you said, it was bio and med all together, right? So if it's a genetics course, a first year genetics course, you're going to get both, right? The med students were not only cutthroat in terms of like making sure that they were known as the goody two shoes, Mm -hmm. but they were assholes (laughs) when it came to what an exam when it came to an exam, they were notorious. And as demonstrators were like, watch out, especially in those classes, because the med students would do this. Let's say you're in a bell exam, right? And a bell exam is when you have a station and you're looking at the question. And let's say the question is, uh, identify where the pin is, which organ the pin is at, Mm -hmm. right? And say the pin is in the liver. And so in the answer sheet, the answer would be the liver. What the med students would do is they would move that fucking pin. You're kidding. They would move that fucking pin. That's so that the next few students would get that answer fully Um, incorrect. I've I've heard several, I've heard stories like this. I don't Mm -hmm. know if they're true, but I've heard really terrible stories of people like putting laxatives in the coffee. Mm -hmm. What? On exam? Med students were fucking ruthless. Wow. And as demonstrators, we were told, watch out for that. Watch them like a fucking hawk. And these are the doctors and surgeons of today. <laughs> no. Yay! I'm, actually, though, not a, not a lot of them end up like making it that far. Because yeah. the whole point That's of this true. first year, we call it weed out courses, mm. is to identify the people that are, you know, willing to go this whole journey. Like in America, it's like a 10-year journey yeah. to become a doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, you know being the little like marine marine scientist like mm-hmm. just sitting there like oh i'll just sit in this class and try my best yeah um, it, it's a different thing and so as a result i ended up taking um some classes as like they call them like the the baby classes i took uh, you have to take organic chemistry as a biological sciences student because mm-hmm. of the med school uh because of all the med school students you have to take it mm-hmm. and i took a class that was literally called among the students not the official like course title Mm. but it was literally called baby orgo and i took it i didn't even take it during the semester i took it over the summer so that i could isolate just that time to devote to organic chemistry i did the same i took orgo chemistry for one week during the semester and then i was like this is too hard and i heard that the summer course is online i'm gonna take the one online (laughs) yeah so i i i came back to uni over the summer after my first year and took organic chemistry baby orgo um and like that was also the like the summer where I got incredibly sick, but we don't we don't talk about that. Um, but I I I isolated that course. I took baby orgo, and I still got a B. <laughs> okay, bees but a baby bees pretty orgo. good. Yeah, bees for baby orgo. Bees baby de- orgo. Bees get degrees. Yes, bees yeah. absolutely get degrees. Um, I would say my worst years were uh, apparently 2017, <laughs> which was uh, like my second and third years second year is hard yeah so the way that we saw it in in our school and in our undergrad and it did not matter which faculty you were in Mm. first year was bad second year was worse Mm -hmm. third year was better 
fourth year was best. Yep. That's just the way that we saw it. Yeah. Fourth year was amazing. Yeah. Loved fourth year. For, because you finally take the classes that you want. Exactly. Like yeah. I'd finished all of my requirements. I was just taking like, I can read this transcript. It said uh, ocean biodiversity, marine invertebrate biology, conservative oceanography, um, biology of fishes. <laughs> um, my independent undergraduate research. So I did honors. Mm-hmm. Um Oh, that I had to take. I had to take principal biochemistry. And then I did an undergraduate teaching experience for oceanography. Mm-hmm. Like, that was my last year. Yeah. Oh, I also wow. had perspective and get in this. climate change. You're a marine biologist yeah. now. And because that was thought? I, <laughs> with that those were the classes that I was so stoked to take. Yeah. But I also, I, at the same time, I do, I, I do have to shout out the, like, requirement courses mm-hmm. because they had me step out of my comfort zone mm-hmm. and try things that I would have never tried. So I had to take a like a s- societies or like humanities requirement mm-hmm. and I took um I took sociology. Okay. And I read some amazing books mm-hmm. about like um a lot of different topics in America so talking about um there was a book called Evicted that we read which was about um uh houselessness. Mm-hmm. Amazing book read about um they call it one dollar a day which is like the um or two dollars a day which is the uh average wage of the uh of people living in poverty or on the poverty line in america and it's it's like i read all these amazing books brought me out of topics that i would have never thought to try Mm -hmm. um i took this amazing class that I have to shout out called um, Intergroup Dialogue Project, which uh, I'm was, sorry, but that does sound boring, but I'm excited to hear what it actually is. It sounds really boring, but it was a class that I think has helped shape me to be this person to talk on podcast wow. because what it did was uh, it was like it, th- this was in the beginning of this course. It, hit, it was very new. Mm-hmm. And what it would do was it would you'd fill out an ex- uh, like a survey mm-hmm. that says this is how I identify in different categories. Mm-hmm. And then they would take you and place you into a specific class. And so I took, um, I was placed into gender. And so they had half of the class as the privileged group mm-hmm. and the other half of the class as the disadvantaged target, whatever you would like to call it, minority group. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, unfortunately they didn't have anything other than men and women in that class, mm. but that's that's what we had. So yeah. we had um, and you basically you sit in that class and you talk about topics mm-hmm. about, you know, about that uh, that class. Mm-hmm. So we talked about the differences between gender. We do talk about privilege. We talk about things both on campus in your future career life. Um, and then you do a project where um, half of your group is from one side mm-hmm. and the half of the group is from the other side. And you have to create an opportunity to facilitate discussion about that topic. So it teaches you how to talk about hard topics from, uh, from people with different walks of life. Mm, and that's incredible. It yeah. was the best course I'd ever taken. And I would have never taken it if I didn't have a requirement that forced me to take it. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, while I say that I vastly preferred taking classes that I could specialize into my topic of interest... Having those opportunities to take something different and step out of my comfort zone mm-hmm. was actually also really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, I also d- 
did very well, uh, did very poorly in some of those classes, <laughs> like <laughs> genetics, um, not my cup of tea, mm-hmm. and clearly not how my brain works, because <laughs> I very barely passed that class. Yeah, but I passed, so exactly. didn't have to retake it. Got the degree. Got yeah. the degree. <laughs> exactly. You know? um, genetics yeah. was a very hard course, and then yes. I ended up surprisingly I ended up doing some genetics in my master's after not having done very well in my genetics in my I think it was a second year course because I realized I was a hands-on learner yeah Mm -hmm. it's it's it depends on how you learn like I I do stuff now that like require genetics knowledge and Mm -hmm. also like the time to learn things is always you know, mm. if, if you need yeah. something for a job later in life, it doesn't mm. matter if you failed that course. Because yeah. guess what? During a job interview, here's a piece of advice. A job interview where they say how they often ask you, you know, we're presented with this particular problem. How would you solve it? Mm-hmm. It is totally fine to essentially say, I don't know. But you phrase it in this way. You say, I don't have an answer for that right now. But here is where I would look for that answer. Here is how I would go about solving the fact that I don't know it. So mm-hmm. it's absolutely fine that you don't have an expertise in, in genetics, but you can say, I'm willing to learn. I am a hands-on learner. I have the tools. I know where to go. I know what to look for. Mm-hmm. And I'm willing to put in that work. And that's so like much more attractive than someone being like, oh, yeah, I've done genetics class. Mm-hmm. I got an A. That was the most brilliant answer really <laughs> to that was, question. Hey? <laughs> that... Yeah, that's, that is such a good yeah. interview answer. Yeah, I'm, and so I'm stealing that. No, absolutely, oh, yeah, please do. I, I pass on this knowledge to yeah. everybody whenever someone's like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so nervous for a job interview," yeah. and I'm like, mm-hmm. "Guess what? It's okay if you don't know something. Mm. Just phrase it in a good way." Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. Listen, we're hitting on two hours. Oh my god! <laughs> so what we are going to do? is going to wrap this up. I think this was a brilliant podcast. Uh, Little Anastasia is very happy to know that she wasn't alone. Mm -hmm. Um, So what I want to do is have both you, Sammy and Zoe, give out some just final pieces of advice for... Oh, I'll do it as well. Um, for little little you, if you were to listen to this podcast and you're like, listen, these are high achieving people. They're very successful now. You know, they did go through bumps and yeah. rough times throughout their life. What is their advice? Zoe, why don't you start? I would say chase what you're interested in. Don't feel pressured to do something because it's what other people think is best for you if you enjoy something you should do it and if you follow your passion I don't know you'll you'll it sounds so cheesy but if you love what you do you'll never have to work a day in your life it is not cheesy it is so fucking true it is so true I love that Sammy um to pick something different from Mm -hmm. what Zoe said um, I would probably say take a breath, you know, because mm-hmm. I, I put so much pressure on myself. I I valued I was a high achieving student early on and I f- made this belief that I had to be a high achieving for the rest of my life. You will get there somehow. It may not be in the direct path that you think it will be, but you will get to a place in the end that you are going to be okay. There's very rare instances where things will catastrophically fail 
you know, so spectacularly that you're, you know, in that, you know, when you have that catastrophic spiral in your head, I, I have this all the time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you have that, lo- that belief, it's probably not going to happen. You know, things work out somehow. Even if you're not doing plan A, you may be doing plan A.2, you know? Yeah. There's, it, mm-hmm. it, so just take a breath. Everything is going to be okay in the end. You just have to continue to, you know, follow the things that you're interested in. Keep your head down. Do all right. She had a better one than me. No, I, I just had to pick something different from no, you. I genuinely, that was way better. No, 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 no. I thought both were brilliant. I um, see I see why um, you asked Sammy to be a podcast host. Oh, also, can I say one thing? Of course. So at the same time, while I believe that like if you love what you do, you won't work a day in your life, it's also totally fine to just have a job to, to live. You know, oh, yeah. oh absolutely. 100%. You don't have to. Your job doesn't have to be your like whole world. Mm-hmm. You know, no way. Yeah, yeah, no. exactly. No, um, I agree with both of your advice, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna take Sammy's route and just be a tad bit different. Failure is okay, mm-hmm. and failure is normal, and you actually Amen. learn from failure. Amen. And um, everybody I- fails. And it's inevitable. It yeah. is inevitable. Mm-hmm. If you if you if you didn't already know it, you would have you wouldn't have failed. Like exactly. the whole point of of learning is failure. Is failure exactly? I heard a quote the other day, and uh, this person said, "Failure is the entrance fee," mm-hmm. and that is so true. Trying something new. Guess what? Very likely you're going to fail the first time, mm-hmm. and that's just the entrance fee, and you're going to have to try it again. Yeah. yeah. So. It's a, it can be a huge cost because I know, uh, you know, as as the three of us, I think we had a lot of pressure from our families and from ourselves to mm. be the best of the best. Mm-hmm. But it is okay to fail. Yeah. And you learn from it. And it's going to be okay. Everything is going to be okay. We'll all exactly. get there in the end. Thank you so much for listening to Convos today. You have had myself, Anastasia. Sammy and our beautiful, wonderful, brilliant guest, Zoe Saracostas. My apologies, Dr. Zoe Saracostas. Thank you for having me. Conversations with Cordates.